You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday, the start of Wild Card Week in the NFL, Black Monday, but it's also College Football Championship Monday. Alabama, Georgia tonight for all the marbles. Alabama is a two and a half point underdog to Georgia tonight in the national championship game. We saw this game a couple weeks ago and joining us right now to talk about it is Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sports. She's on the Roman guest line. Pam, welcome back. Excited to talk to you about this game. I think a lot of us probably thought was coming here at some point. Alabama, Georgia 2.0. Let's start here, um, Pam. We were just discussing whether last game is instructive or not. And really, will it be the same kind of game? That was an over. That was a 41-24 game. Tonight's over-under in the game is 52-and-a-half. Stylistically, what do you expect tonight? Another high-scoring game or more towards a defensive game tonight? I do expect it to be higher scoring, but I believe that the points are going to be coming from the Alabama side. I'm hesitant to take the over because I honestly, we saw the defense last week absolutely show up for Alabama in a way that we haven't seen from them really all season long. So if we have a similar type of scenario tonight, I know the offense is going to be just fine. I'm not worried about Bryce Young. I'm not worried about Nick Saban's offense. I'm not worried that there's no John Mechie. What I am concerned about is, okay, Stenson Bennett, how many, how uh, successful are you going to be this time around? So I am hesitant to take the over, but I still do like it. So it, it, you see somewhat, it's, it sounds like you believe that we're going to see a repeat of what we saw in the SEC championship and Bryce Young's going to have, I don't know if he has to have a perfect game. I don't think uh, he has to have that, but you expect much of the same when you match these two teams up. I do, because if you look back at every season, every year Georgia has a fantastic defense against the run. And then every year they finally face a passing team, and what happens? They get throttled. We saw it against LSU, Joe Burrow. He had 349 passing yards, four touchdowns. They lost 37-10. to 10. We saw it against Florida. They played against Kyle Trask. He had 474 passing yards, four touchdowns. They lost 44-28. to 28. And then the same thing against Mac Jones and Bryce Young. 417 passing yards, 421 passing yards, six combined touchdowns. They lost 41 to 24 both matches. There's nothing about this that says this isn't going to happen again because Georgia, this, the, the statistics for them are skewed every single season. A top 10 passing defense, who have you faced? They have one, they've played one opponent inside the top 50 for passing yards this year. That was against Alabama. So the stats are skewed in their favor. They're not prepared. They played a 
Alabama played a really fast tempo last time. I expect very much the same. Nick Saban knows what he's doing, and if he needs to slow it down, they have the ability to do so. But I really do love Alabama, and I'm not questioning it. I'm not looking twice. Wow, I love it. I actually took Georgia money line, so I guess uh, I might be in trouble. I don't have a strong feel either way. I got to be honest. I'm more curious about some props. Um, Do you have any props that you like in this one? It is going to favor kind of more so of if you like Georgia, you're probably going to be looking at some uh, props that are going to go in way of Georgia's side. I'm not looking towards Georgia, but there is one in their favor that I do like, and it's Brock Bowers' anytime touchdown. He has He's at plus 100 right now for a touchdown anytime in the game. This is the tight end for Georgia. This is the only piece of the offense that they have that is like super solid and intact. He, I'm absolutely sold on buying him at that price. He's special. He's a six four. He's a six foot four tight end. He's only a freshman. He's the type of player that if you watch him play, he could be in the NFL right now. I think, and he is still a freshman. So I'm super excited to see how he's going to be developing. But he leads in receptions. He leads in receiving yards. He leads in receiving scores. He has four touchdowns um, in his last four games. He has at least one touchdown in his last four games. He's the go-to guy for Stenson Bennett, and you're giving me plus money on him to have one score. I love that prop. Yeah, I like that one. And I agree with you. He looks like an NFL player. When I was watching him in the, the mm-hmm. semifinal game, I was like, this guy belongs playing on Sundays right now. He, he's incredible and Absolutely. just looks like a different kind of player. In terms of Georgia, how they're going to play tonight, do you think they're going to try to throw the ball and, and you know get in a shootout? Like if they, it, Let's say they feel what you feel, like we're going to have trouble stopping their pass game. Do you think they're going to try to score early to get a lead, or do you think they're going to try to run the ball and, and keep the game kind of at a manageable pace with time and run that clock? What do you th- how do you think Georgia approaches this game tonight after getting blown out last time? Kirby Smart, in one interview, he did say um, after the last match against Alabama, we were not expecting that type of speed. Okay, that was a huge surprise. Now, potentially, you could see him attack it in that scenario where they come out guns blazing and they're going to put up their first touchdown. They're going to put up the first score. They're going to do three, four, five passing plays downfield, get there really quickly because Alabama is susceptible against the pass. They are super stout against the run, just like Michigan, just like uh, Georgia is. But they are both susceptible against the pass. So this is going to be a pass heavy game. I think that, yeah, definitely Georgia could come out, guns blazing, get the ball downfield. Sens Bennett, he is a capable quarterback. We have seen him uh, throw absolute dimes when he needs to. He does have the acceptability to also get sacks (laughs) and turnovers. But right out of the gate, yeah, I wouldn't expect for Georgia to be looking at first touchdown props. That's what I would consider. Maybe Brock Bowers getting the first touchdown for Georgia. Uh, Some more props that I wanted to ask you about. So you mentioned Georgia's defense, where the strength is against the run. That's certainly the the truth. And that Bama blowout, uh, Robinson had 16 carries, but it was for 55 yards. His numbers at 65 and a half, it wouldn't surprise me if that climbs throughout the day. So I was considering the rushing under, and I'm with you on the Alabama passing attack. But my question is with Mechie out, where are they going to go? And maybe we can take advantage on some of these overs because uh, I see some lower numbers with a lot of their receivers and tight ends. 
Yeah, absolutely. I would also consider the Brian Robinson under rushing prop, but what I would consider instead also, if we think this is going to be an aerial attack, then why not consider some of these running backs to now get receiving yards? You can get Brian Robinson total receiving yards. I believe it's like 16 and a half in some places. Um, I would consider that over because, yeah, you're not going to be able to run against Georgia. They've proven it time and time again. They have stopped every single team, including Michigan, in their tracks. Alabama, they know what to do. Nick Saban knows what to do. I'm not worried about John Mechie. You do have to replace him, though. And who can you replace him with? By passing a little bit more to Brian Robinson, to Trey Sanders, by using Slade Bolden a little bit more, using your tight ends. You have Cameron Latou. So there's options there for them. I would look to the receiving yards props for some of the running backs instead of the rushing yards. Where are you expecting passing yards to finish for Bryce Young? Okay, so this one excites me. Um, Bryce Young, (laughs) all right, I've already talked about facing against LSU, facing against Joe Burrow, Kyle Trask, Mac Jones, and Bryce Young just a few weeks ago. What did they all have? 400-plus passing yards. I am willing to bet every single prop right now for Bryce Young over his passing yards. The base is 315. Are you kidding me? I am ready to fire all the way up until you can do it at plus 415 uh, to get 415 yards is plus 500. I'm firing on that, and I'm going to do so comfortably. I'm going to ride the ship, and if it may sink, I'm fine with it. This is how I am playing Alabama. I'm comfortable in it, and as long as you're comfortable with your bets, then that's all that matters, and I'm definitely riding what I what I feel is going to happen. Pam Maldonado joining us of Yahoo Sports on the national championship game tonight between Alabama and Georgia. So, Pam, do you think this one's over early? Because the way the way it sounds like you believe in Alabama, Bryce Young, do, do you think we're getting a game tonight? Or do you think this is by the third quarter, early third quarter, you kind of know? Because in some of these Alabama title games, you know early, right? You just know they're the better team, better roster. They're underdogs tonight. But where, when do you think this one kind of turns? Is this a full four-quarter game, or you think we might know early? I'm hoping this is at least a good half. I think the first half could be definitely a lot more competitive just because Kirby Smart, he could be changing his game plans. Denson Bennett, they're going to, they could be potentially coming out here with a different type of game plan that we saw in the first game coming out. They want to pass. They want to get ahead. They want to play fast. They want to keep up with the competitiveness that Alabama has. So maybe the first half will be a lot more competitive, but I believe that after that second half adjustment, you are going to see Nick Saban do what Nick Saban does, and that is work his magic, and he's going to figure out, all right, in that first half, I saw player A, player B, those were the weakness, that's who I'm going to target, and then it's going to pull off in the end. Uh, before we get to uh, a few minutes on the NFL playoffs with you, anything else that we're missing? Any interest in the total or another way to bet this game? And um, do you know how many wagers you're going to have pending tonight? Too many. (laughs) Officially, my bet is going to be Alabama on the money line. But for the props, I am. This is my Super Bowl, and I do love college football. Um, That's my heart compared to the NFL. So this is gonna. This is exciting for me, and it may be a blowout, and it may not. But I am definitely going to have some like fun wagers, just because you. This is your one chance you have to bet some of these props. So why not take advantage? One of the ones that I do like also is Stetson Bennett under 18 and a half rushing yards for him. Because the difference in college football and the NFL is when you're sacked, that does count against you for rushing yards. So Stetson Bennett, I mean, you're going up against, I know people are going to say that he did absolutely fantastic against Michigan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, 
Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. To me, in my opinion, I need an NFL analyst to explain to me how Aiden Hutchinson is the number one draft pick because Will Anderson is a beast, and that's who you're going up against. Michigan is barely in the top 50 for pressure, pressuring the quarterback. And now you have Will Anderson, who leads in the FBS in sacks. And then you also have a fit, uh, say his name, I'm going to butcher it, Federian Mathis, who's second in sacks on the team. You put these two together, they're going to get to Bennett. He's going to be able to run, but he's not going to be able to hide. So I really do like him. And against Alabama last year, two sacks, 12 total rushing yards. Against Alabama this year, three sacks, 11 total rushing yards. So I like under 18 and a half rushing yards for Sons of Bennett. All right, let's pivot to the NFL wildcard games. When you look at this, which matchup do you like the best? Are we there yet? I'm still on college football. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting way ahead of NFL. You can pivot Um, back. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is fine. Um, I think I'm going to be, I'm an underdog better by heart. So I'm going to be looking at some of the underdogs and I just have to, one of the games that I'm going to be eyeing, Maybe I have like a little soft spot now for the Raiders. I really like just like all the adversity that they've gone through this season and still to be able to get through to this spot without some of the key players going through some of the changes without the coach. Like it's just been a lot. And I just really think that um, Derek Carr, he himself has been such a fantastic leader for this team. Maybe he's being he's the one that's calling the plays, but I would like them in the underdog role against the Cincinnati Bengals. But more so, I would also look to this as an over game. I, you have two of like super high potent offenses. We've already seen that the Raiders, Derek Carr doesn't need to throw 300 plus yards. They're still going to be able to put up points because you have running back Josh Jacobs. And the Bengals, you know that what we're going to get from, uh, from Joe Burrow. This is going to be a fantastic matchup to watch. That's definitely one of my favorite ones. I'm looking early line to the over and leaning to the dog probably for all of the matchups, but definitely more so for the Raiders. Wes, even Steelers? You can't do that. Ah, why not? (laughs) What have you seen from them? I know that Big Ben has been the problem, but you have seen this defense come together in support of their quarterback. So they're 100% picking up the slack. In college football, I've always said, like once your offense goes away, the defense is going to follow suit. That is absolutely not the case with this Pittsburgh team. They are 100% in unison. They know what the DNA of this team is, and it doesn't at all ride on the offense. It rides on the defense. However, you're talking about (laughs) Big Ben. What did we see sparks of in this last game against the Ravens? All of a sudden, he comes down with a 20-yard bomb. Like, the spark is still there. The ability is still there. That's the He has glimpses of greatness from his past. So if you put him in a spot and he comes at the right time. So I'm not sure I'm going to back him like on the money line or anything. But yeah, I wouldn't doubt if I end up with the Steelers as an underdog in some form or fashion. How about the second biggest odds of the weekend? Eagles, eight and a half point underdogs in Tampa. What do you think of that one? It's interesting. Eagles are going to run the ball, obviously try to keep Tom Brady off the field. Tom is tough to bet against Tom Brady, almost like Nick Saban. What do you think of this game? Um, Man, Tom Brady. So the reason why... 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with Tom on this one, and the reason why is because yesterday I was a little bit worried there for a minute. You're playing against the Panthers, and you're kind of looking like, oh, all right, you're starting the game a little bit slow. What happens in the second half? They turn it on, they flip a switch, they're at home, and all of a sudden it's touchdown here, twenty yard pass there. Gronk is getting his props. They're getting their bonuses. Like they're they have the ability to do that. You give this offense a few games to try to figure out. They no longer have Antonio Brown. How are they gonna? revise that they're gonna figure it out they are there they are figuring it out and this is a perfect spot for them i know that the eagles they're a good story but it doesn't compare <laughs> to to the to the bucks at home i i'm gonna stick with the bucks so joe o was telling us about this better that has this parlay and he, he has georgia money line to turn what was it 30k into 625 1.2 1.2 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the sorry, the cash out is 625K. Would you cash out or let it ride? Because I know you're on Bama, so you might be like, oh man, cash out right now. I would never have even made that bet. So yeah, I would <laughs> I would have been cashing yeah, out a long time ago. Um good luck. <laughs> like all I need, I would love to this for this to be a competitive matchup plus three is definitely the more safe side because of the value um plus 120 you're really hoping for it to work out exactly how you're going to expect it to but plus one plus three that's the spread take that hope, hope for a good matchup maybe they win by two i'm not sure i'm gonna be on alabama money line but <laughs> if i was that better like i said i wouldn't have made that bet in the first place <laughs> Great stuff. Pam, we appreciate you hopping on. That was Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sports on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for you all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoma.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoma.com slash BeckQL. Lightning bets next right here on the BeckQL Network.